Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are going through Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs one minute at a time. I'm Kestra Doraski. And I'm Andrew Doraski. And today we're discussing Minute 8, which begins with the Queen saying, Into the Forest, finishing her sentence from yesterday of, Take her far. Far into the forest. Into the forest. And ends with Snow White vocalizing the song that the prince was singing, entitled One Song. And She's she- smitten. Yes, and she's reaching down to pick up more flowers for her bouquet. Which is just a big, it's it's a whole bunch of flowers that are wonderfully arranged without any work. She has a gift. Yes. (laughs) Okay, I will let you go first, because I have a few things on this minute. I wanted to talk about how the queen said, so the queen talks to the huntsman and tells him to go into the forest. She tells him uh, to kill the princess kill snow white mm-hmm. and the huntsman kind of freaks out it's like but no the the princess but why i can't kill a little child yeah he he protests a yes. little bit but then she she gets really grand and says you know what the penalty is for disobeying me which that's what i was going to talk about okay the the penalty like what is wh- the penalty what... and has he suffered the penalty or is he not the first Does he huntsman. Know someone who suffered the penalty, like is penalty death? Is, is he? It, maybe he's not the first person yes. that she called on. He was not assassin number one. And the way she says it is like she is furious that he would oppose her uh, because she is the queen, and this is the huntsman who is far below her. Yeah, it's not clear what he does, but he's not. Okay, he's kind of a big round huntsman. Yes. So it's not clear exactly what his hunting is, but my guess is specifically he probably kind of takes in the game that they keep on their land. He's not going out into the forest and hunting, hunting. He's like, when they say, we want pheasant, he goes and gets a pheasant from the yard. Right. Which it's they they don't seem to be too far away from the forest anyway, so I wouldn't be surprised if he like went into like the first little bit of the forest, but not going far into the forest like the queen's telling him to do. But the huntsman like after the queen said like she is furious that he would oppose her. Yeah, even hesitate. Yes, and he he doesn't say much. In protest. He's yeah, just, she says, the but, little, she's, but the little princess. And she's, uh, she's... Angry. She's angry. She just says silence. And... Are her eyes gold? They look like they might be gold. Maybe green, but maybe gold. Like the actual color of her eyes? Yes. I I think they're green, but I think they have gold in them. Because okay. at the very end... There's definitely a gold look to them, which I think right. is really nice. It's not something you see very often. Yes. At the very end of the sequence, it f- fades into her and her eyes are green. Okay. But also the huntsman's eyes are green as well. Yes. Which so I thought was interesting. I Their thought... eyes are, are pretty much the same. Yeah. But his, I was sure, were green. I was going to bring that up because I don't know if that like means anything or if they're just like, huntsman has green eyes. Yeah, let's go with that. I don't know either. I, but I it's believe that the, the queen would have green eyes because... Green with Disney has been associated with evil in many of the and films. And he is... The Huntsman is an evil role in right. this case. He he would be counted as one of the villains. He's a henchman. He's He is the first Disney henchman. Yes. So 
There he is. Not a big role. Not a big role. He is and done. He, he is he in and out this week. And he, yeah, he doesn't. In three days in this week. We see him here. He's gone by Friday. Yeah. Is he even in Friday? Friday. Yes, he in is. In the okay. very beginning. Yeah. Okay. So so he is in three minutes of this film. But he, he doesn't seem too thrilled with being given the task, even though he's like, yes, your majesty. He, does do seem, what he seems like a big softie. Yeah. But he, he's definitely sad, but he accepts it because he's scared of her. He's, which I would believe. I'd be terrified of the queen. She was very grand with <laughs> and her And she stands and up and she's... It's very austere she does and the acting. the little movement with her hand to like silence him. Did you see that? I didn't make a note of it, but yes, I can imagine but it. As she, she like, she makes her shuts him down. She shuts him down and makes herself even grander. She, she makes herself big. She throws the cape out, and, hands at the waist, and makes sure that he knows she's queen. She is the boss. He and is he, way he goes below down. her. In they don't even show him in role. the same shot ever. So for all we know, he is down several steps and way back in the throne room. It's the, possible. The lighting and the camera stuff, they're never together. So it's its unclear. Uh, I have some notes about the Huntsman. Okay. So the Huntsman, as I was watching this, reminded me of Lenny from Of Mice and Men. Have you read or seen Of Mice and Men? I've read it. I might have seen parts of it. Okay. It's not my favorite book. I cried. It's not my favorite either. I hated so it's, it. it's the John, <laughs> I hated reading it. The John Steinbeck novel. John Steinbeck, right? I think so. Okay. I, I remember reading it and then throwing it down after I read it in the car. I finished it in the car. Oh. And, and you were just sobbed. like, no. I sobbed. Because you were sad about Lenny? I was saw. I, cri- I cried about Lenny and I just, I hated the book. I was like, I'm done with this book finally. Okay. So here's my fun fact about Of Mice and Men. Publication date, 1937. Which month? It, I think, I don't, I don't know. But that means it, when they were doing production on Snow White, Of Mice and Men didn't exist. But The Huntsman definitely makes me think of Lenny. Right, but based on the Of Mice and Men probably would have been just based on the date that Snow White was uh, released. released. Well, not released to the public, but premiered. In yes. 1937, it probably came out beforehand. Yes. But they were still... They're contemporary things. And you have this big guy who doesn't seem like the brightest and is good at following orders. But in this case, they want... She commands... Basically, her description of what she commands the huntsman to do is what happens to Lenny. Right. Go out into the forest to a nice place and death (laughs) and so spoilers for of mice and men lenny's a big guy and he's really strong and he loves soft things but he crushes them in his hands because he's not good at being gentle Mm -hmm. and it's very upsetting to him that he can't hold bunnies and puppies and so he accidentally kills a person so his friend has to kill him right or else he's gonna basically get lynched by the other farmhands Mm mm-hmm and it's, it's really sad. And as part of it, they're out in the forest in their favorite spot to go and dream about, you know, when they could have money and, and get their own little plot of land. And Lenny could help tend to all the bunnies. And his friend tells him to, you know, look out in the field and, and picture that dream before he kills him. Mm-hmm. The queen is ordering the huntsman to pull a Lenny on Snow White, <laughs> which is take, you know, an innocent 
gentle thing and kill it out in the field. And it's, I'm very intrigued by the correlation there. And I was so intrigued when I saw the, the date of publication for Of Mice and Men compared to the release of Snow White. And I don't know if there's something in the popular consciousness about pastoral murder. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. But it, it... it might be worth looking into late 30s depictions of pastoral murder. Yes. <laughs> and, and, but anyway, the queen also says, make sure this happens. And here is a box, which that box, did she have that box handy? I don't know for whatever her was, needs or did she have it commissioned <laughs> because there's a knife plunging into a heart at the clasp it's, of the box. Yeah. It's quite it. I and mean, so she gives him the box and says, put her heart in this box and bring it back to me, which is very grotesque yes, and morbid. And in the fairy tale in, in the Grimm's version, she does it so that she can eat it. That's lovely. Yeah. It's not what happens in the Disney version, although it's not discussed in the Disney version, really. But that's what happens in some other versions is she he, she eats the heart that the huntsman brings back, which he did, gets a boar's heart. Did she, in, in the Grimm's version, in the one that you read, did mm-hmm. she ask for, like, the lungs as well? I don't think so. I think it was just the heart. Because I, I, I'm not entirely sure, but I might have read something where in one version she asked for the heart, the lungs, and maybe the kidneys. Let's see. And then we eats can them all, which open up my worse. reference guide. But I might be wrong about that. Okay, so when in this in this version, when the mirror says that Snow White is fairer than the Queen, it says she became yellow and green with envy. Not just green with envy, but yellow and green, which makes me wonder if that influenced the color of her eyes. Anyway, at last she sent for the huntsman and said, Take the child out to the woods so that I might set eyes on her no more. You must put her to death and bring me her heart for a token. So just, just, just the, the heart. heart. Okay. And, but uh, he, spoiler for a couple, for, I guess, Friday. He doesn't kill her. And in the, in the Grimm's version, he, bring, he hunts down a boar and cuts out that heart and gives that to the queen and she eats it. Ew. When people eat animal hearts, it's a thing. Yeah. But not not their stepdaughter hearts. But, but the fact that she wanted to eat... Snow White's heart. Snow White's heart. Ew. Is pretty bad. Okay. And they end up in the field. The, the meadow. And now Snow White's in her yellow and blue dress. Mm-hmm. No explanation for it. It's just... Mm-mm. They go out into the woods and she has, what, like two inch heels and her classic dress. Yes. And that's it. The classic dress. It's, I kind of wish there was more explanation of that. Mm -hmm. Like, why can't she go in the field in the rags? But she can't. And it's iconic and it's important. So. Right. I'm not going to complain too much. The huntsman back in the shadows of those trees, though, looks like he's sneaking up on her. It does not look like he took her out into the forest to pick flowers. When she's picking. Yeah. Yeah. He just looks. He, because in in this minute he's just in the background. He, mm-hmm. you don't see the zoom in on him yet. Right. But in this minute he. But it looks like he's stalking her. He's stalking her. He's far in the off in the distance. And he's just like. Like he got painted into the background. He's not painted as an animated figure. Yes. In this scene. Yes. So, it's ominous. Absolutely. This also, uh, not always included in Snow White's 
uh, iconic outfit, but at this point she is wearing a red cape. Yeah. Lots of capes in this movie. The Huntsman's got a cape. The Queen's got a cape. I think the Prince had the a cape. Queen's cape. We'll get to it. <laughs> I think the Prince might have had a little cape. At least in his... Earth- Maybe a shoulder cape? See if you can find anything. But Snow White has the bright red cape. And fun fact, this predates Superman and his red cape. He does have a cape. A red cape. Like a red cape with hood. So that might be more like a cloak. Yes. And it's not the bright red of Snow White's. It's Snow White is duller. Snow White is very purely primary colors. Very bright, bright blue. Very bright red. Very bright yellow. Yes. Which the cape gets lost at some point. She takes she takes it off when she gets to the dwarfs. Okay. And it does, doesn't ever put it back no. on. Which I'm sad about because I'm a big fan of capes. You, you, I like capes. You, you wanted one at yes, a wedding. Capes. <laughs> I did not. That's neither here nor there. It would have been cool to have had an outfit that could have had a cape suited to it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Capes are good. And Snow White's cape predates the most famous red cape, which is... Superman's red cape. And I don't know if her stuff could have had any influence on the creators of Superman. They may have been developing Superman earlier, um, but he didn't premiere until uh, 38. Interesting. So it's right around that same time that we get. Maybe there was something else about red capes. It's possible. A lot of Superman's design is derived from other things. It's... The main thing is uh, Circus Strongman. That's why he wears the the red underwear on the outside. It's Mm -hmm. based off the tights that a strongman was wearing in a circus. Mm -hmm. Which, as soon as you find that out, it makes a lot more sense. Right. Uh, And that was the the model for superheroes for a long time was the circus performers and the posters of circus performers. So I don't know where the cape came from, but I like it. And I like to think maybe it could have come from some of Snow White. Maybe. Doubtful, but but I like to think of it as, or maybe there's just some sort of cape zeitgeist going on in the late 30s. Because a lot of superheroes have capes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The only last thing um, I had about this minute was the animation of the wind. I was going to talk about the sound of the wind. Because the wind and the music, because it's very nice music as she's going over these hills and then with the sound of the wind it made me think of the film the quiet man as john wayne film because there's a lot of shots of ireland with hills and bright colors and music and you hear the wind and the wind is part of the scene and it's it's a fairly strong wind that she is out in as she's picking the flowers at least in this shot and it very strongly made me think of that scene in, or those scenes in the quiet man. Hmm. And I think they did a great job putting the wind into it as both a sound and a visual. It, it strikes me. I feel wind. Yes. The way they do it. I really liked the way that they did it, uh, especially the way it just moves everything. Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of people would have paid a lot of detail to everything around Snow White it, as but well it, as it the brushes things, the the grass yeah, and some as well leaves as the things and that her cape are, and her hair. Yeah, as well. So I would imagine that they would like focus on her dress itself. 
and but they and, do and her the hair, environment. But they do the environment, and not just like the flowers in her hands and like the grass she's like leaning down over, but also like the rest of the environment around here. And like they didn't have to do wind. It- no, they could have made it as simple. But I think it's part of setting the atmosphere for the the scene and sequence that we're dealing with 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 these last three minutes of of this week, which is a very ominous foreboding. It, there's a dark turn coming up next minute. And I think the wind is part of that mood where it's keeping you on edge. Even though we know that the queen has ordered the huntsman to do all this, the wind is part of this dark sequence. And I think it's a a good job with it. it. They do a good job with it. And it's pretty impressive. I agree. Do you have anything else on this minute? I do not. Neither do I. So I guess we'll... Be back again tomorrow. We're still working on our website. And in the meantime, you can support us by sharing our podcast with other people, reviewing it on iTunes or whatever podcast service you use to subscribe. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash protagonist, which is a way to support my other podcast, but it also supports us. That's the protagonist podcast. Give that a listen if you want. And then join us again tomorrow for more.